The sting of sagebrush clawing at her legs was quickly followed by the feeling of warm blood oozing from her flesh. Her lungs were on fire, but still she kept running. If she stopped, she would be ripped to shreds. They were right behind her and would soon be biting at her heels and calves. She had to keep running. Nearby she heard them, a chorus of wolves serenading the moon. They were no longer chasing her, except for one. The Alpha was still coming at her, his eyes ablaze with hunger. Pain tore through her leg as his teeth sank into the flesh of her calf. She hit the ground with a loud thud, and there was more pain as her arm became tangled beneath her. Warm blood poured from the wound on her calf, seeping down her leg to cover her bare foot. She couldn't move. The pain was paralyzing. Closing her eyes, she waited for the moment he'd go for her throat, but it didn't happen. She felt the hot tongue licking at her wound, and suddenly the pain was gone, as was the wound. Chancing a look, she pried her eyes open. The wolf was inches from her face, staring down at her. The full moon reflected in his silver-gray eyes. She knew those eyes. Her heart knew those eyes. Sitting back on its haunches, the wolf let out a long, mournful howl. Strangely enough, she could hear words in that howl, but they were not words she wanted to hear. Go, Maya. Our time is over. You belong to the world of man, not beast. Lightning split the sky, followed by an explosion of thunder. This was strange thunder. It pierced her ears, ringing and ringing long after it should have been gone. Maya's eyes fluttered open and she felt fresh tears spilling down her cheeks. It took a few seconds for her to realize she'd been dreaming again. Every time she dreamt of him, the tears came. During the day, it wasn't so bad, but at night, when she was alone, the emptiness was almost overwhelming. The tears came when she went to bed at night, and if he were in her dreams, she'd wake up crying. Life no longer held the promise it had only a short time ago. Now it was a cruel place of gloom. The best she could hope for was to get through each day without breaking down. It was still dark, but her alarm was ringing. The seconds dragged on as she managed to pull her mind from the dream and into the real world. Groaning, she rolled over and hit the snooze button on the alarm. It was the same routine nearly every morning. Wake up from a dream, hit the snooze button, and then brood over her dream for a few minutes until the alarm sounded again. Almost every night she dreamt of him, and with each dream he grew increasingly violent. Was she losing her connection with him? From the moment he'd gone through the changing, she'd felt David's presence, some kind of soul connection to him. But recently it was there less and less. Was he losing his connection to the world of man, and her? For the last three months she'd gone up to White Deer Table on every full moon, hoping he would come to her. He never did. In spite of the fact he'd gone through the changing, she'd been sure David would come to her on the full moon. He'd promised he'd be close and would always protect her. Where was he? Why hadn't he come to her? The questions nagged at her relentlessly. The full moon was the only time the Senapu wolf guardians could take human form, and the only time they could be together. But since the night he'd gone through the changing, he'd remained in his wolf's body, refusing to take human form. Donnie would know if David had returned to human form, and so far her uncle insisted he hadn't. It didn't make sense. She'd stayed on the reservation to be close to him, hoping they would have at least one night a month to be together. So far, that scenario hadn't materialized. Wiping the tears from her eyes, Maya rolled out of bed. She started for the shower but turned back to switch off the alarm. 
There wasn't anything quite as annoying as the alarm going off for ten minutes while you tried to shower. Getting up before the sun wasn't unusual on the Navajo reservation, but it was for her. If it weren't for her training, she'd be content to sleep a few more hours. She was half-tempted to do it anyway, but Uncle Donnie would have her scalp if she started showing up late. He'd pulled some strings to get her in the police academy, and it hadn't been easy. She was lucky her stepfather had technically been a member of the Navajo Nation, otherwise it wouldn't have been possible. After all the slick work he'd done on her behalf, Donnie wouldn't be too happy if she messed up now. Besides, she was almost done. She couldn't believe it. It was her last week and she'd be an official member of the Navajo Nation police. Maya had Donnie to thank for that, and she was grateful, but still angry with him for deceiving her.